Hello, hi there. Welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. Dear listeners, in every episode we interact with industry experts or academicians or leaders or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help our audience learn great things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact about the IT world or technology towards the end. Thank you for tuning in. This is Naveen and I'm with my co-host Sudhakar. So folks, in today's abundant resourceful world, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur because of wide availability of technology and because of wide availability of resources and because of ample opportunities that are out there in the world. So do you think entrepreneurship is for anyone and everyone? So today we are going to discuss a topic what is entrepreneurship and what it means to an individual. So we are pleased to welcome Narasimha to our show. Narasimha Rao Wade is currently heading multiple startups from IT services, IT staffing, IT products and e-commerce platforms. He has been instrumental in scaling up these entities from scratch to decent size within the short span of last 2-3 years. Prior to this, he was part of senior leadership roles in Wipro, VIT, Capgemini and Canbay. This interaction is all about his journey and experiences that transformed him to be an entrepreneur. He is driven by passion for people and performance and particularly interested in organizational efficiency and customer delight. Besides work, Narasimha is very passionate about travel, exploring places, local dishes, interacting with local people. He loves to be involved in nature and activities related to nature. Narasimha, welcome to our show. Thank you so much Mr. Sudhakar and Navin. I do appreciate for having me here. Thank you. Pleasure is all ours Narasimha. Can we get started? Yeah. Okay, so Narasimha, can we briefly talk about your career journey? You know, it will be great to know how you rose up to heading multiple startups because nowadays handling one startup itself is a big thing. My career started after my graduation as an lecturer at Kids College. It's Kamla Institute of Technology in Hyderabad, near Warangal and Karimnagar. After working for nine months, I joined. IT with you know cognizant technology solutions as a developer in chennai then i worked with an organization called canbay i actually changed from cognizant to canbay after a year working with cognizant canbay was there for 4 years primarily working on mainframe and technology called vision plus a product developed on mainframe for you know the cards processing then capgemini acquired canbay and then i obviously had to enter into capgemini grown up from developer to lead and technical sme i went to on site tampa florida for a couple of years then came back i was at you know peak of my career in capgemini i was growing fast then i just felt like okay so this is a big ocean let me just explore in small ponds how the journey will be so i changed from capgemini to vit it was a very small entity working with citibank it had an employee base of 30 people when we joined about two to one of years the vit was grown to a size of 400 plus then naturally the wipro has acquired vit that's how i joined uh, wipro so if you see the tendency any company i join will get acquired by somebody else 
can be acquired by Capgemini and VIT acquired by Wipro. So Wipro had, you know, given me a lot of opportunities from the technical side. I moved into management, initially played a role of technical manager, then further advanced into the leadership roles of delivery management and delivery head. So I had an opportunity to lead entire consumer portfolio for a very large bank based out of Singapore. I had a team size about 2000 plus in my last role with Wipro. So the journey when I look back, right, each of this organization is unique and it helped in its own specific learnings. Every organization, if you look at Canbay Capgemini had given me that instinct to grow. Then VIT, if you see, I came from an MNC to a small company and lots of exploration within the small companies and you really have a lot to play around and all of those roles were facilitated by the respective you know the leaders that i have worked in the specific organization and like i mentioned wipro has given me a complete diversity on the leadership side so i would like to thank each of these organizations and every leader that i have worked with and i'm so happy and delighted to say that each of these managers have helped and carved out of what I am today. That's how the journey has been on the professional side. Then the VIT experience and, you know, 2018 is when I kind of came out of Wipro and started this journey of entrepreneurship with IT grads. That's quite an illustrious journey, I would say, Narsimha. But when you see the the oceans like Capgemini and Wipro and handling teams of 2000 employee in your last engagement that you talked about, you know, now you started something from scratch all over again. So what made you exit that, I would not say comfort, but stable job and engagement and start this entrepreneurship journey? You are very right, Sudhakar. As part of Wipro Delivery Head role, I was there in Singapore. And we all know Singapore is such a beautiful country. And uh, I was there for five to six years. So long duration and kids' family has established there too. And role-wise, like you said, is, you know, entire consumer portfolio for a very big bank. Uh, in fact, the leading bank. We have um, 2000 plus team and uh, travel every month or every other month which I love to. So all of these, you know, leaving that, like you said, may not be a comfort, but definitely a established role and then further, further roles ahead as well, right? Leaving that and starting this journey is a very, you know, key decision of my life, both personally and professionally. So in fact, if you see my instinct of uh, joining VAT when I left uh, Capgemini, so I had that, I mean, you know, you had certain experience and I naturally have that instinct of you had to do something different. That is number one. Number two, my natural instinct is also to get into some kind of, you know, the service orientation. And you have to give something back. Like in one of the movie, you know, we get that in a movie dialogue, right? And if you don't give back to your society or anything, you get fat or you get, you know, increase your weight. So on lighter note, though, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm so serious about it. And in fact, if you see, I would love to get into civil services. But for various personal and family reasons, after my graduation, I couldn't get into civil services. So the thought of entrepreneur has been going on for some time. I think it is since 2010, it has been going on. But one needed to have that experience and expertise to handle that. You know, it's not that every one can get into and do. You need to have a lot of experience, expertise, connections, the industry-wide uh, knowledge. All of this is needed. And I felt uh, the coincidence is 
also that 2018 we were discussing with one of my friend about this opportunity to kickstart and i felt like i think yeah this is a good time for me to start off which has been running around and that's how we embarked into this decision and absolutely no hesitation and thanks to my family and everybody friends circle you know all of them who supported me to take uh, or you know kind of said well i mean you will succeed wherever you go and this is a right time to join or i mean start off so that's how without hesitation i left my very good role very good company and um, very good cycle that i have in wipro and jumped into it that's great narsima so glad to know more about you so in the interest of our audience who want to understand the pros and cons of this entrepreneurship how do you see your own entrepreneurship journey yeah so uh, i'm not sure if i'm wrong but uh, there is a, a general tendency of understanding that entrepreneurship is all about business in my view it's completely different entrepreneurship is all about a greater responsibility that you actually get in with the ownership that you drive as an outcome you know it fulfills your dreams and thoughts that's how i see the entrepreneurship like if i said you know my natural instinct of doing these services contributions back to society i see this entrepreneurship is also an element okay that helps you achieve those giving back to society if you look at the it entrepreneurship or the number of entities that we have started off also it helped in a way to create jobs and every other quarter when we hire generally we hire about 10 plus you know freshers or um, the lateral hiring is a continuous journey that we keep doing so every time you get into these hiring you know it gives me a sense of fulfillment that well i mean you are creating for the jobs number 1 is creating those jobs number 2 is all about are we giving job just an individual in fact if you see the entire family may be dependent on that individual and my life itself is an, an example for that i'm happy saying that we are still a united family and i do take care of the family and obviously the job opportunity enabled me to do that likewise here the individual getting into job helps lot more helping or supporting the family so that's the second aspect the third and most important aspect and um, one of the very close to my heart aspect is also that people and if you see every time anywhere i am there will be 5 to 10 people around me so i love to be with people the people growth if you can enable there, there is a proverb also people comes with people people go with people right nothing else so a leader is all about how do you ensure you be a catalyst in their professional growth personal growth in all of their growth so that's the most important aspect it is not necessary that a person is always with you but if you can be a catalyst in their journey and growth they will always cherish you forever so all these aspects together and probably a bit of your economical country state related contributions that you also can do with the entrepreneurship so as i said the business the financials the accounts are by product of this journey they are not the drivers for me so the drivers for me obviously is to ensure create jobs facilitate people grow them and make them you know livelihood helpful for their families and all of it that's how i see this entrepreneur wonderful one thing that stuck to me is people aspect of it like leaders create more leaders and people bring you more people and people go with people so fantastic fantastic quote so now slightly talking about your own experience of being an entrepreneur you tend to wear many hats in a day as a founder and a head of the organization so how has been your experience in terms of being head of the organization wearing multiple hats at different times and taking care of huge responsibilities it's wonderful i would say it's simply wonderful i was part of you know the senior leadership roles in earlier organizations too in my professional roles and i did have extremely you know guiding 
helpful leaders with me to further enable that growth but one thing that i notice when you play a role of tech lead so your goals your kpi is specific to that role and when you were a delivery manager your goals again KPI was specific to that role, delivery head. You know, whatever the role in the professional organization, pretty much the goals and KPI are specific to those roles. And we were also very much focused in fulfilling our, you know, outbeating those KPIs in the specific arena. However, here, you know, being that entrepreneur, I mean, you know, driving that organization to a growth is actually you don't see anything. It is completely open battlefield. It enables you. And in fact, I can recall myself when we started here, you know, I used to go to office in the very early morning and I used to open the door keys by myself. So the journey starts that way, which you never see in your professional organization. I mean, when you are part of job and you have to play, there is no other option. You have to play probably a role of office boy, you get admin, HR, accountant, legal delivery sales up to whatever so-called these managing director so in my view you actually wear every hat it's not different hats but it you have to wear every hat when you are talking to an office boy you have to act like him you have to understand what he's running through and sometimes if he's not there in the initial journey like i said we have to do it we don't have so much so uh, you know additional manpower to support and given the startup nature, you wouldn't be able to have that additional manpower as well. So going through these number of roles has only enabled me to get into that understanding and that perspective of how they actually see the organization. Okay, when you are acting like an HR, you understand the pain points of HR, right? When you are negotiating with an the lateral hire, you understand how difficult it is. Okay, when you are actually an admin, you will understand how many shops he has to go around to actually probably buy a pencil. You don't know. Okay, so each role of it has only enabled because you be into that show, it only enabled you to understand that dimension to the maximum breadth and to the uh, highest depth. As I said, all these hats from time to time, the depth and breadth of every hat has only transformed me from a specific focus to a completely diversified and broad thought oriented person. And as I said, when I actually look through the office, either being part of my cabin or outside, you see so many employees. And when you see them, it is a sense of pride moment. And at the same time, you see them and families are actually taken care by this job. So ensuring the securance of that job is also even more important for you. So how do you do that? So constant focus about how you are planned for next three months, six months, nine months, one year. What are the different projects that you have and how is your, you know, the bank balance probably. So all of this together. So it doesn't just limit you to focus on today, but it enables you to look at the next nine months to one year, probably even beyond. So how can you be futuristic? How can you be planned? How can you be futuristic? How can you ensure your people are taken care? So all these elements together takes you to a very huge learning curve. And I'm so blessed to have this journey. And I would like to really thank all of these employees base that we have and various partners that we have, all of them in enriching my experience day by day. So well put, uh, Narsimha. The fact that you wear every hat, unlike what Naveen said, different hats. <laughs> I like it the way you put it. You wear every hat that gives you better appreciation and perspective and dimension, which helps you to have the larger responsibility seamlessly. Amazing. So Narsimha, if you have to talk about a couple of most important initiatives that you have taken in the last couple of years of your entrepreneur journey, what will you talk about? 
Oh yeah, this is very close to my heart. I love this question. Before we started this journey, and even if you go back to your school days, right, you have probably subjects of like math, physics, social. And I'm good at maths, and suppose I'm good at physics, but I'm not good at social. We all used to be called up saying that spend more time on social. I'm sure you all agree with me that. Yeah, focus on your weakness. Absolutely. So, like, let's say somebody is uh, weak on maths. They used to say, instead of one hour, you spend two hours, three hours, four hours on maths. Okay, you do more practice. That's what we have learned throughout our curriculum system, school, college, whatever it could be, and even naturally after that. Okay. So here, what we actually sensed is, looking back at my own experience of working with Wipro, VAT, Capgem, and all these organizations, where did I get the maximum kick? Where did I get the maximum adrenaline? When I look back, it is something I have got when I actually love to do what I'm good at. So when I'm spending more time on like, let's say I'm not good at technology, suppose, and I need to be an architect. So if I spend more and more and more and time on technology and trying to be an architect, because I'm not good at technology, I can never be an architect person. So what is that I'm trying to pump in, pump in, which only adds me more stress, more discomfort, more frustration. And we start feeling that I am unfit rather to look at where I'm more fitted. So, there is a slight concept that we have built here which is called strength-based organization. What exactly this means, before we get into that, I would like to give a very generic, uh, you know, the example also. That see, you take a child and you push him into music. The numerous hours of training like what Mr. Air Rahman would have done. He was also from child, you know, he is into this music, uh, learning, all of it, right? So whatever the amount of energy that Mr. Air Rahman has spent, you ask this child to spend and ensure that, you know, he has spent. Are you confident that this child can become Air Rahman? So you are thinking, you can say yes or no. It depends on whether naturally this kid, this child is good at music or not. If suppose this guy is not good at music, he cannot become a Rahman. He can become a musician per se. You see the difference. I mean, he, he can definitely because he gets that skill by training or by exercise or whatever it could be. Okay. Now, if you see the other way, this is what we call as natural talent. The other way around is Mr. A.R. Rahman has natural talent. And suppose if he doesn't do this huge amount of training, coaching, whatever it could be, can he again become A.R. Rahman? No. That means you need to apply that kind of exercise, the time, energy onto your natural talent. Then it becomes your core strength. So this is the concept that we have actually used in our organization and in fact we have taken a scientific approach by using Mr. Gallup Trends Finder uh, the test and we use that reports and I would like to thank Mr. YK his name is Kishore he was our coach he helped us to you know build this so we identify the talents and if somebody is good at technology give them the technology role if somebody is in delivery is somebody is good in people management somebody has HR attributes so what we say is push an individual or enable an individual in a role where they are good at than pushing them on the weakness. Don't try to give a delivery role for a technology architect guy. He will only suffer and he will get frustrated. So that's the concept we have taken which is called strength-based organization concept. It is very successful in our organization. We have seen a drastic changes by enabling this because people are happy about what they are doing and naturally you get more productivity. And I strongly believe in something called 
build your people you don't need to build business you build your people and people in return will build businesses for you the second aspect that we looked at taking this fundamental belief that i have is you know the every organization has vision values being defined and they will put on websites everywhere right if you see mostly these vision values would come from founders or maybe from some external consultants right there will be like kpmg or all these significant players who come in and say hey this is your vision this is your value system but what we have done differently is we have engaged our employees to design i mean define what is the vision and values for us so i believe you know nobody would have really done this and at least i have not seen in entire my professional career that the employee defining a vision and values for organization what more can be cherishing than this that means your employee is as equivalent as owner employee is as part of as owner employee is as involved as owner so we together had an exercise to define the vision and value so as you asked mr sudhakar two important and i said these are very close to my heart and because again these are related to people right so one is about strength based organization the other one is we engage our employees in most of our critical decisions that we take and one such classic example is building our vision and values amazing so you are putting your employees at the forefront and let them navigate and they were part of the entire journey and you will do wonders amazing thoughts narsima so far we have been talking very professional side of the conversation so let us get into some personal aspects of narsima are you ready for a quick rapid fire round Oh yeah this is a surprise <laughs> yeah so we'd like to fire the first bullet how do you define narsima in one word value and ethical system wonderful and what is your favorite movie i have two movies gladiator and awesome. 300 <laughs> okay third one what is a weird food that you have ever tasted so far okay so as part of my singapore journey we went to a restaurant uh, it's a very signature restaurant called tanglak it's chinese restaurant when we took our client it's a first time i went there with my client and the client is chinese so i have to they preferred that and it is a very signature restaurant and every single element that i tasted was you know you know how it would be <laughs> and who is one person that you look up to my very first school teacher and uh, his name is you know mr nagaya I have to talk about him a little. He actually traveled nine kilometers walk to give that initial education to us. I'm sure uh, without whom, I don't think uh, we would be getting into that front line. So one last one for the rapid fire: success for you is what? Success for me is simple. Your presence should be so pleasant and it so impactful. What you said, Agar. Wow. Thank you for such an amazing rapid fire answers, uh, Narasimha. You know, one final question for the session. What would be your key sharing to our audience who want to make it big in their life? Well, I'm not sure if I'm, you know, eligible to give message, but I can definitely share something. The all my experience, each of us are good at something. Like I talked about strength based organization. Each individual is extremely good at something. the fundamental lagging is in identifying where we are good at so i would suggest you identify what your natural talent is in fact an hour back i was talking to one of my associate and we were discussing about that your body talks it is true your body talks you know one day you feel lighter one day you feel heavier one day you feel drowsy one day you feel so energized it is talking so are you keeping your ears to it or actually are you keeping your heart to it so here again 
I'm sure you can identify your natural talents because you get that maximum kick within out. Identify that and you nurture those into your strengths. We spoke about Air Rahman concept. Like we said, if he doesn't spend time, it will only be his talent. It can't be strength. So you have to keep energy, time, devotion on your natural talent turning out into strength. Then simple, you write on your strengths. Having said this, if I have a weakness, will I just ignore it? No, you leverage the ecosystem that you have. A classic example that I can give is, suppose I'm not good at talking to multiple people. And do you think the relationship network is so important in, in your life? Yes. But what you do is you will have a close person and try leveraging he is good at building the relationship. So what the concept here is write on your strengths and leverage wherever you are not good at. You can leverage a person, you can delegate those to somebody else, you can leverage anything in the ecosystem around you. So all I would say is you focus on what naturally you are good at and I'm sure things will just fall in your place. Excellent. Narsimha, it has been amazing to talk to you about this overall entrepreneurship and what it means to an individual. I really liked the overall conversation, but three things that will be stuck with me for long is entrepreneurship is fulfilling the dreams and thoughts. Ensure that you make employees part of the vision and values so that they are more than employees for your organization. And last, the most important, to excel, focus on your strengths and leverage on your weakness. Thank you very much for your time. We really appreciate you taking time for us. I do appreciate both the gentlemen out here, Navin and Sudhakar, for giving me this opportunity to express what I run through. And I'm hopeful that this would help the listeners. Definitely help all our listeners out there who want to try their uh, entrepreneurship journey. So thank you so much again, uh, Narsima. Appreciate you being part of TGV's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. And folks, if you have liked this episode, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues for whom you care for. Because the Guiding Voice podcast series is a purely not-for-profit venture and our team puts in a lot of effort to bring the best conversations to all our listeners. And our purpose is very clear. We want to provide curated guidance to all the professional students out there, be it from engineering, B-schools, and all the IT employees and entrepreneurs, so that all of you can make informed decisions based on the insights that are driven by the industry experts, coaches, leaders, or academicians across the globe. Because if you share this with your friends, it helps them also learn great insights from every episode. Or if you are listening to the Guiding Voice podcast on the Apple podcast, please do not forget to leave a review and a five-star rating because every rating will help us expand our reach and contribute to our mission to shape the careers and lives of millions of people across the globe. And if you are watching the episode on YouTube, please do not forget to hit the like button and subscribe to our channel. And last but not the least, I want to reiterate, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues. Thank you so much in advance. Alright, so it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode. And folks, today's trivia is about Apple's iPod test. Do you know how was Apple's iPod initial prototype tested? I think you started thinking, but let me reveal the secret as per the ritual. Steve Jobs took the very first prototype of Apple iPod and plunged it into the water. And what happened is some water bubbles gushed out. So he used the bubble to indicate that there was empty space and asked the developers to make it even more compact. So that's how differently and creatively leaders think. No wonder why Apple products are so elegant. Interesting, isn't it? 
Thank you for listening. There is more in store, folks. Stay tuned. Take care. Be safe. Until next time. Bye bye. And we are signing off.